Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Monday, January 30th. Happy Missions Monday. I'm reading from the New International Version. If you listened yesterday, in my commentary, I was holding in tension the idea of obedience to the law and righteousness by faith. And today in James chapter 2, especially at the end of James 2, James gives some clarity. Now he and Paul are kind of in tension with one another because Paul's saying, yes, it's righteousness by faith. And James then comes on the scene and he says, yes, but we show our faith by our works. So today we're going to reflect on Abraham's testing and also the covenant promise that is worked out in a, a dynamic of being a part of the family. As a person of faith, how should we act? All right. The first section, though, in James chapter 2, the title says, Favoritism Forbidden. My brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet, have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him to whom you belong. If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, You shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. And then James moves into a section that we title, Faith and Deeds. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. 
But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do, and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. James is helping us here to see that faith without works is dead. He talks about the idea that people can believe in God. They can have this, quote, faith in God, know who He is. Even the demons know who God is. But saving faith is a different matter. Saving faith is a faith that believes in Jesus Christ and that belief in what he did for us then works itself out in transforming our lives. And so we become a people, hopefully, who don't give favoritism to those who are rich. We look to serve the poor. We also give to those in need And in the end of this passage, he does talk about Abraham, and he reminds us that Abraham's faith was worked out in obedience. Abraham took Isaac, and he put him on the altar as God asked. He obeyed, and then God provided a sacrifice instead. And Rahab was considered righteous as well, not because she just believed in the God of the Israelites, but because she obeyed. She did um, what she had to do to protect the spies. So I think it's just interesting and, and helpful to be reading the scriptures in this way. And I love connecting James chapter 2 with Paul's thoughts in Romans and in Galatians and then back to Genesis 22 and the testing of Abraham. Today being Missions Monday, we want to focus in on our mission partner 10 40 Connections. Chad and Leslie with 1040 Connections and all the staff there need our prayers as they continue to seek to take the gospel to those who are unreached in the 1040 window of our world. I know that 1040 Connections would covet our prayers in many areas, but one area is their initiative with unborn babies. They are trying to help educate women around the world Um, to help them to make a choice to 
to have their children and not to abort them. And then they have several homes where they support women who have made this decision to keep their child. So let's pray alongside them specifically in this way today. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your people. Thank you for another day. Your mercies are new every morning. We pray specifically for our brothers and sisters who work with 1040 Connections. We pray for the national leaders who are seeking to help their nations come to Christ. We pray, Lord, for the women who are trying to make decisions to keep their children, to birth them, and not to abort them. We pray, Lord, that you would help them and that you would surround them with people who love them. And help us, Lord, as we seek to be a people who seek life, that we would um, see the needs around us and respond to them here in our own country. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Bless us all today, we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, our righteous Savior, and our King. Amen.